This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Awful and Awesome. Hello hello and welcome to Awful and Awesome Entertainment Wrap episode 327. I'm Nanika and I'm Abbas. Abbas is a film critic um, and he also hosts a podcast called Has It Aged Well. You can check it out at any of the platforms where you generally find a podcast. So Abbas, how do you feel coming here back I as a I wasn't told you were going to do like a <laughs> like a formal intro. <laughs> Also I'm not a film critic I go by film enthusiast. Uh, oh, of course of course film enthusiast. Because Abbas don't dons have a very good huh Abbas dons many hats. Yeah. <laughs> Critics don't have a very good standing in the in the industry and as a struggler myself I think I should uh, stay away from from yeah, using yeah, that term. Yeah yeah you, you so don't want that tag you don't want that shadow over you yes. yes. You are an enthusiast a cinema enthusiast. Yes. Right. <laughs> so for this week's episode we're talking about the movie Fingernails which is ap- available on Apple TV. We're talking about Indra's emergency, uh, Anatomy of a Fall and A House Named Shahana. All these movies are bas caught at the Geo Mami Film Festival and we're also talking about uh, the Marsh King's daughter and uh, the second episode of Coffee with Karan. So Fingernails is the sci-fi film it's a romance written by and directed by Christos Niku. It stars Jesse Buckley, Riz Ahmed, uh, Jeremy Allen White of The Bear fame and Luke Wilson. Anna, who is played by Jessie Buckley, is increasingly suspect uh, suspecting that her relationship with her long-time partner may not actually be the real thing. So in an attempt to improve things, she secretly embarks on a new assignment, working at a mysterious institute designed to incite and test the presence of romantic love in increasingly desperate couples. Uh, it's available um, on Apple TV for streaming. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean you pretty much uh, guess the plot that there is a test which can determine whether two people are really in love and compatible or not. um and it's you know this new institute has come up that has designed this test and um, yeah that's basically what the plot is about and i initially is with her long term partner which is played by jeremy allen white and uh, uh you know they're like the perfect couple they tested a few years ago they got a great rating but now you know and everybody expects that if you've gotten a great rating you're basically together for life and your relationship can continue forever and ever but uh, anna doesn't feel so and that's the basis of the movie Uh I'll be very honest I finished it on my second attempt because the first time around I fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> which is not to say the movie is bad. Sometimes it's nice when a movie can lull you to sleep. Uh <laughs> sure. As someone who's just attended a film festival I totally uh, agree with that sentiment. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Sometimes a movie should lull you to sleep. I don't know why we expect this yeah. marvelization of movies or it's all Oh my god. <laughs> shots fired <laughs> sorry i minutes. just had to sneak that in there <laughs> just um, because i haven't watched loki yeah taking, absolutely uh, absolutely uh, what else is my role here uh so yeah the movie was a weird like aesthetically it was really weird and mm-hmm. story wise it was also not the, it was a little depressing it's like you know that sally rooneyfication of fiction in general or romance in general mm-hmm. where it's mm-hmm. like people are just like confused about their feelings and there's a lot of melancholy and it's all gray and there's a lot of raining and <laughs> you catch the drift is just it's just cold deep in the heart somewhere so yeah the movie felt a little um i have to ask you if there was a test like this that actually existed that told you your compatibility with a person scientifically would you take it hmm no i wouldn't actually i wouldn't <laughs> oh 
but what if it's just like a test like you go see your hemoglobin hemoglobin level you see your blood sugar so you also see if you're compatible you know, with your partner or not yeah no i don't want to find out that sort of information i feel like it's for two people mm-hmm. to discover amongst each other as opposed to be so which is the whole uh, premise of this movie also i guess like sure you can go get yourself tested but also love is an exploration between two people where both parties you know take an active play an active role and they offer something take something from their partners and that's how the exploration of love happens and so yeah i wouldn't take a test would you take a test like that i would yeah just to be sure because uh, to be sure to to certify if the what i'm feeling is actually scientifically true or not if, like if if i'm if i feel like i'm falling out of love, love with a person right then i need to take a test to tell me that yeah it's around whatever 30 40% and not add a so 80 you can and get so you, you can exercise like, then why, <laughs> so yeah, then why is my body not like why why, am I, why is my mind not in, in love with my body Aww. if my body is saying that my love is really <laughs> <laughs> mm, that is actually quite interesting. Um yeah, I yeah. mean if you're listening to this podcast and you watch this movie, do get back to us tell us what would be your uh, your reasoning behind taking or not taking the test and do you think it would help you? Uh, I mean we are obsessed with that, right? Because all these flames and the games we used to play as children. See, I see. am somebody who can't even do I, I like I don't do dating apps nothing of that sort because that thing like that algorithmization of romance pisses me off so much that i can't oh God, even do salurunization of fiction yeah yeah, yeah. i'm just like love. bring back having fun what happened to having fun <laughs> nobody wants dating to have fun. A lot of fun they're you not fun this. this is so annoying <laughs> Ugh. Uh, bring back having fun people just don't know how to have fun anymore which is why they spend all their time making stupid apps <laughs> Right Abbas so let's get into Indra's Emergency which is a movie you have watched and I have not we have very little yes. overlap this episode uh, yeah so Indra's Emergency is a film that I caught at uh, the Mumbai Film Festival mm-hmm. which is concluded uh, yesterday uh, it's directed by Vikramaditya Motwani right. who you might know from films like Udaan and Lutera right so i was very intrigued because uh, this was his venture into non fiction uh, and also the subject matter is uh, we, we we rarely in our popular culture delve into like mm. purely political stuff uh, so agreed that it's on indira gandhi and it's on the congress leader who are not in power anymore so you can kind of uh, take a shot at them but i was very surprised it's an excellent documentary i was i really did not want it to end that's how good it was damn um what it does is i think it's very much a documentary visually and cinematically of very much of 2023 hmm. when we think of documentaries especially indian documentaries we think of doordarshan uh, you know <laughs> yeah, some black and white grainy image uh, yes. yeah okay uh, there'll be a boring voice over hmm. which will be <laughs> pro- probably in chased hindi right. then it'll cut to some professor who will tell you okay back in those days this was the... and i was expecting that i was ready for that right but as opposed to that what this film does is there are no talking heads at all right so about 80% of the film is just archival footage okay. and i have to say uh whoever sort of the team that has gone on to get the archival footage for mm-hmm. this film have really put in everything because this is this is footage that i've never seen like speeches of indira gandhi uh meetings that she has done with her parliament members mm-hmm. uh even sanjay gandhi speeches and it's one thing to get the footage the uh, there's a whole new thing like like it looks crystal clear it sounds really good so so they really, really put in the, the work ar- yeah th- yeah they've gone into the archives and really sort of done a great job at that and then when there is uh 
moments where they don't have footage they've used animation which is also very well mm-hmm. done mm-hmm. so for example and that animation is used very cleverly so for example when indira gandhi finally did uh, sort of uh, apply the emergency mm-hmm. there were some cases going on her and the, one of the reasons where people speculate she did that was to get rid of those cases so when they mention the cases they show indira entering the court room and the judges are like really larger than life and then when indira applies the emergency they go back to that and then indira suddenly becomes this really larger than life figure and the judges are just you know cowering before yeah. her so visual cues like those so narration uh, there is narration in this film it's done by i did have a few questions so do you think it dealt with the subject of uh, a dictatorship which essentially it essentially was during the emergency do you think it yeah. deals with that sensitively um, and you know doesn't underplay like what it meant for the people of the country to Oh, go through it not at all mm-hmm. actually in fact there's this one uh, incident uh, where uh, the cops were ordered to shoot at sight uh, at this place called turkman gate where uh, they uh, so sanjay gandhi's two things were he wanted population control and he wanted slums to go away because he wanted urban development right and uh, to to sort of uh, to get these to get population in control they used to just pick up people and do their vasectomy So there's this very infamous uh, incident at Turkman Gate read about it if you haven't which mm-hmm. is not very uh, well known right. and it's actually delved into quite in detail in this film and the dictatorship aspect of it yes they actually go into the law which was under threat at that time which gave the prime minister such powers that even the president couldn't do much and then towards the end of the film it comes back to why those those acts were struck down and why the right to live and liberty and uh, freedom as an individual is so important in our constitution now uh, and and why that should never go away and that whenever that is under threat the citizen has to wake up and sort of take charge of things yeah, yeah, yeah. so it very directly actually in fact the 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 film ends with an ambedkar quote where he says the um, the things that we'll be covering after this segment would be anatomy of a fall a house named shahana the marsh king's daughter and the recent episode of coffee with karan See you there. Bye bye. Thank you for your subscription. You're changing the world by changing the way news is funded. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download the News Laundry app. It is the best way to listen to our paywall podcasts, and you'll also get access to all free News Laundry shows. Keep us ad-free and subscriber-funded. Help us grow. Tell people who listen to you to pay to keep news free. Subscribe to News Laundry. Keep journalism independent.